0: XDXFM It's Break the wall,
1: break down the walls. Down the back the the world, Clint Hurdle is a dunce. He puts the "duh" in dumb. The way Hurdle talked on to Greg Brown, the Bucklewood answer, earlier this week was disgraceful. A Brownie was asking legitimate questions. B, Bronny isn't a fat-faced clown who mangled the season. C, Ronnie was here when Hurdle got here, and will be here after Hurdle is gone. Greg Bryant is the voice of the Pirates. Starling Marte is also a dunce. He, too, put the duh in dumb. A, he didn't run out that ground ball. B, He didn't apologize or even agree that he dogged it. C. He chastised the Pirate fans for booing. The fans should have booed Starling Marte. The least you owe is effort. But Marte has always been a dog, a lazy bastard, and being benched for most of one game won't change that. Oh, by the way, for most of one game... Nice one, Hurdle. You're a rigid disciplinarian. Hey, Hurdle, and you too, Marte. Guess what? You just made the list. The bucko season is playing out comically, which we kind of had to figure it would. At some point. The list brought to you by Matt Lertz Plumbing. Cont on a name you can trust. Dial 412-333-WXDX for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Today, the 20th anniversary of the premiere of that 70 show. I love that 70 show. I literally watch. If I lie down like at 11 o'clock, I'll stay awake till 1 and watch... All four episodes they show on on the Laugh Channel every night. I never get tired of it. I've seen all the episodes time and again. It's just brilliant. I wrote a blog about that 70s show on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. If you grew up in the 70s, it's so easy to place yourself in that basement and in that circle. And the way they did the circle, by the way, was brilliant. You never see the kids smoking dope. You never see them passing the gibber. But there's little wisps of smoke. They're giggly and impaired. And you know exactly what's going on. So well thought out, so well shot, just generally so well done. And, and the cast has such chemistry. You know when your kid's growing up that you can really, like, insult your friends, really put the wood to them, burn them as the parlance is on that 70s show. And people get mad, but they don't get too mad. You know, the, the the insults fly around like shrapnel. And only teenage kids who are real close can do that constantly and not hate each other. And that 70s show really does capture that. It's just a brilliant show, and I never get tired of watching it. Check out my blog on the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com. We got some callers been waiting for a while. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on with double M. What up, man?
0: What up? The whole thing with Urban Meyer, right or wrong, if this was a pro team, okay, it, it probably wouldn't have gotten the attention, but it's the age old college athletics is amateur athletics, and he's a
1: state employee, and, and we should have access. To oh, no, this. no. I don't think so, Virgil. I think any time you have domestic abuse and it shows that somebody upped the totem pole, didn't do what they could have, I think whether it's pro-college, whatever, there's going to be a story there. But And I think, too, in terms of
0: the firing or not firing, you know, they, they, they were smart by saying 14 days, putting a timetable on it, you know, releasing the report after the press conference. The press conference, he looked numb to, but In those meetings, in that 10-hour meeting, like uh, the columnist from the Columbus Dispatch told you, there had to be more big-money donors that said, suspend him. let's get on with our lives, than there was the other way, because that's who they came to Oh, I would not
1: very much that any big-money donor wanted him fired. Right. In fact, I would suspect, Virgil, a lot of the big-money donors probably aren't crazy about the three-game suspension. No, and probably... Right after that thing broke, whether it was Gene Smith or it was
0: Urban himself or it was anybody who's in charge of the football uh, alumni association or just Ohio State in general, you know the spin, right or wrong, true or false, was being told to those donors of, you know, they wanted to paint her out to be whatever she was, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, no,
1: I don't think she was painted out in negative light. I just think that the it was made very clear uh, behind the scenes and really – In front of the camera, too, although not in the pointed language I'm about to use, is that compared to Ohio State football, what happened to her small potatoes? It's regrettable. Uh, It shouldn't have happened. Her husband's obviously a deranged lunatic. Urban Meyer could have and should have done more. Same with the GM. A lot of people could have done more. But compared to Ohio State football, it just doesn't matter that much. And if that is a shortcoming of us as people to think that, a shortcoming of Ohio State to think that? Well, then it's also a realistic portrait of what has happened and how the totem pole is structured at Ohio State.
0: Yep, and that, and that's where we're at. Did you see uh, Zach Smith's lawyer and what he released today?
1: I did not. What did he do?
0: He, he said that Zach made a terrible mistake and never should have married, and he used, it wasn't real derogative, but just, just another shot to her about how crazy she was.
1: Well, that's not called for. No,
0: that no, that's, that's not it, called. But for. it's just it's it's ridiculous, and the and the interesting part is they were they were saying Urban covered up for him because he has dirt on this person, that person, that person. And for me, I like Ohio State as as university as a football team. But when he had the whole heart conditions and health conditions that he had to quit at Florida, then suddenly he was the coach of Ohio State a year later. I mean, it, you can't you can't ever think any of these guys are bullshit. Oh no 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 no.
1: You you're right. But here's the thing, uh, Virgil. I don't care about Ohio State. I don't care about Urban Meyer. I don't care about college football. What I do care about is that the echo chamber's moral compass is being used too often to plot our course.
0: Correct. And, it, you know, the ones that are, that are on that side of it think that, like you said, everybody, everybody should turn themselves in, lose their job. You know their lives should be over. That's what should happen for the for the good and the honesty of the people. But no, that that doesn't work. I'm, I'm a lot that. of
1: think. I'm a lot of think. What I want about it too. Like the guy who called before was getting pissed off because I said to me the national anthem's just a song. I guarantee that's some guy who lives in a corrugated house. You know, with with, with like a 50-year-old Volvo parked in the driveway, and he pays like $17 in taxes per year, and probably eats government cheese paid for by me, and he's telling me, a guy who pays a ton of tax, what patriotism entails. Patriotism entails giving your government the money you owe them, and that's it. That's the list. Correcto. Whammy, buddy. Take care. Thank you. And let's not forget about all the, you know, we tend to fawn and drool over the people who serve in the Army, volunteer Army. If you want to join, that's great. I appreciate your service. I'm not going to. The real heroes in the Army are those who were drafted to fight in wars they didn't want to. Although I remember I saw on TV, and I'm not minimizing, you know, and I hope this kid got home okay. I forget where I saw it. It was years ago. And I forget which one of our semi-wars, you know, whether it's Afghanistan or Iran. But a lady's kid was going off to Afghanistan, and she said on the news, I guess Afghanistan. She said, I can't believe he has to go fight a war. We were hoping to sign up and get college through the service. When you join the military, there is a pointed chance you will have to fight a war. That's why they have basic training with guns. My God. Go to Mark. Mark, you're all with
2: Mark. Great last uh, segment there with Virgil. First off, thank you. Uh, (laughs) Trump's just beating a dead horse with a stick with his whole thing. You know, I can't say the media is somewhat guilty of it. Not you in specific, but ESPN. Who's beating the dead horse, Trump? Yeah.
1: No, he's using it to rally his troops. It's a rallying point for his troops.
2: Well, I'll admit I'm a Trump supporter, but, you know... Well, then you should I'm feel not, rallied. No, why? He's it, beaten a dead horse with a stick. It's ridiculous. He's how brought it up how many times, and it's been going on for how long now? And it doesn't matter.
1: It shouldn't matter at all to the President of the United States... The president of the United States shouldn't give a frig about the anthem being played before football games, shouldn't give a frig about players kneeling, shouldn't give a frig about ESPN. He is the most
2: unpresidential
1: president we've ever had. And some people like that. I do not.
2: Well said. I I do support him for some of his thoughts and views, but whenever it comes to that, Oh, let me, let me, let me tell you. you something.
1: I was kind of neutral on him till he started effing with the media and effing with football.
2: I don't blame you. If he was effing with the uh, trucking industry, I'd be uh, as pissed off as you are. Thank you for the call.
1: 412-333-9939. No guests this hour. We'd like lots of calls. We're going to talk a bit more about that poor Lamey guy. Is that how you pronounce his name, Lamey? Doesn't matter. He got fired. 79 years old. The play-by-play guy for the Indy Colts got fired for using the N-word in private conversation and not not quoting somebody else who said it. And then the person he quoted, this is from a story from the early 80s, and he just got fired from his job covering racing for an Indy TV station. We are a nation of stooges and tattletales, and we suck because of it. This country, both sides, is at low ebb. I saw a guy in front of the White House holding up a sign that said, Tick-tock, MF-er. Do you really think that helps? Tick-tock, I get it, mf'er. er you, you know what the thing is? That Trump would come out of the White House and kick that guy's ass. I'll tell you what. People talk about civil war in this country between the right and left. The left would get beat down so quick it would be pathetic because you couldn't melt down a millennial and pour one into a fight. Well, wait, we're protesting. Yeah, eat this fist, mf'er. See, it sounds kind of cool when I say it. 105.9 The X. And now the super
0: genius, Mark Madden.
1: Super genius, big fan, big fan. Hashtag best in the world. You are the super genius. <laughs> I'll say. And then some.
0: The X at
1: 105.9. Here's a tweet typical of those I've gotten since saying Urban Meyer should not have been fired isn't this bs with urban meyer similar to the penn state situation with sandusky no it's not similar at all urban gets a three-game slap on the wrist joe paterno gets spit roasted yeah that's the difference between one woman getting assaulted and uh dozens of kids being raped that's the difference you would agree there is a difference right i would would hope so and, of course, now that I brought up the, uh, the anthem thing and the network thing, I've been getting all kinds of tweets saying, don't talk politics, stick to sports. And Teddy KGB has something to say about that. In my club, I will splash the pot whenever the f- I please. Boy, was Malkovich great as Teddy KGB. Just great. Uh, in just a moment, I'm going to talk about the the poor dope, 79 years old, got fired as Indy Colts play by play guy for something he said in private. In fact, let me tell that story now, because I want we, we brought it up at the show's beginning. I really do want to get your opinion on it. Guy's name's Bob Lamy, 79 years old, got fired by the Colts as their play by play guy yesterday, after 35 years on the job because he quoted somebody else using a racial slur in the early 80s and did so in a private conversation, and somebody tattled on him. He didn't do it on mic, didn't do it in the public forum, didn't do it to a media member, did it in a private setting, and somebody tattled on him. Do you think that guy should lose his job? And even scarier, the guy who he quoted, is some old geezer who covers racing for an Indy TV station which is pretty big in Indy don't forget cuz of the 500 he got fired today for something he said in a private conversation in the early 80s that guy got fired sorry but that's going too far it's crazy you're supposed to have some privacy you're supposed to have private conversations but we are a nation of stooges and tattletales. And we can't wait to get somebody. We can't wait to ruin somebody. Should Bob LeMay have been fired? 412 It's like Daniel Murphy. He gets traded from Washington to the Cubs. I was in Chicago for the last couple of days to see Deep Purple and Judas Priest. The word I would use for both shows is meh. And Okay. And, boy, Rob Halford's fat. Wow. He wears, like, this this, this huge leather frock that, like, kind of makes him look less fat. But he's fat. You know who else is fat? Don Airy, who replaced the late John Ward as the keyboard player in purple. They were both brilliant. Just like, I mean, Rob Halford's me big. Much like Vince Neil is me big. Okay, uh... Daniel Murphy went from the the Nationals to the Cubs, and there was a column in the Chicago paper saying that the Cubs shouldn't have got him because a couple years ago he said that he disagreed with the homosexual lifestyle. Now, that's not very tolerant. I wouldn't say that. I disagree with Murphy saying that, but why can't he say it? Why is him playing for the Cubs and representing Chicago indigenous to him thinking like you're quote-unquote supposed to think? What Daniel Murphy said, that's not hate speech. In fact, he said, love the man, uh, hate the sin, whatever, whatever. Actually, that's pretty bad. That is hate speech. F. Daniel Murphy. It's very thinly cloaked hate speech. The coke Rob Halford wore to cover that gut was much bigger. But we just sit in judgment on everything. And the people who sit in judgment on everything are just ham and eggers. People who do nothing, make nothing, mean nothing, are nothing. And that's the safe place to be, by the way. If you do nothing, make nothing, mean nothing, are nothing, chances are you won't get in trouble. Let's go to Jason at Homewood. Jason. You're on with Double M. We lost Jason? Let's go to Matt and West Mifflin. Matt, you're on with Double M.
2: Yeah, Mark, thanks for taking my call. Right. Uh, I'd just like to know what you have against veterans
0: in the military.
1: I have nothing against veterans in the military. Why would I say that? When have I said that?
0: Well, it's just what you just said. You said, like, the
1: Iraq and Afghanistan war is,
0: like, a semi-war.
1: Yeah, they were. They weren't fought for any reason but oil interest in Iraq, for sure, and Iran. Okay, but it's the
0: longest war that we've been involved in. Okay, so what? As a, as a nation. It's okay, not a so semi-war. what? Okay, so what? It's not a semi-war. At okay, all. so Man. what?
1: What's your point? All you're doing right now is arguing semantics, and I'm already really bored. Anything else? No? I, I Good. Mean, Thank you're you are always
0: talking. You always say bad stuff about the military. I do
1: not always say bad stuff yes, about the military. Do. No, I don't. Kiss my ass in hell. Are you in the military? Were you in the military? Yes, I was. Well, then you're a dink. There, I said something about you in the military. I bet you couldn't fight your way out of a paper bag with an M-16. (laughs) Oh, laugh, clown, laugh. Where'd you serve? Iraq and Afghanistan. Okay, so you know they were semi-wars. You know what I'm talking about. What did you you fight for? What did you fight for over there? there. What did you fight for over there? there. What did you fight for over there? for the buddies that were on, on my left and right. Great. Hoorah. Thanks for the call. Tell me the purpose of those wars. That's my point. What, to stop Al-Qaeda? Boy, that hasn't worked out so good. It did when they finally got Bin Laden. I see, what, see, that's where I shouldn't let politics get in the show, right there. But, you know what Teddy KGB would say?
0: In my club I will splash the pot
2: whenever the f- I please.
1: See when I think of a war, I think of one, two, and that's it. I think the last real war, conventional war, was World War Two. These other wars, you don't know what the enemy looks like half the time, they're fighting as guerrillas or as terrorists. And you're not over there for a to defend turf like the, the half the Middle East war is about oil. Would anybody deny that? Hey, the people who go over there to serve, God bless them, you volunteered. And kneeling like that schmuck tried to tell me, taking a knee isn't disrespecting the military. You don't get to decide that is. Okay? Only those who kneel get to decide what they mean. Let's go to, uh, let's take a break, F one hundred 105.9.
0: And now the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: Mark, John, uh, love the show, man. Hey Mark, how you doing? Call all hail double M. The, the
0: X, X at 1059.
1: Here's a tweet from Mike. I'm a veteran and just listened to Mark Madden take a call from a fellow veteran. Mark simply stated he respects our service, but the war is pointless. He's right. It's over oil and meaningless religious conflict. Thanks for keeping it real, Mark. Well, well, thank you, uh, Mike, for getting it. Uh, I have respect for the military. I don't necessarily think everyone who ever joined the service is a hero, which is kind of the presumption being put out there. I will say if bullets are flying, it's a war. But there are wars that matter and then pointless wars, and I think the U.S. has been in a long succession of pointless wars. But to steer the conversation back to sports... Taking a knee isn't disrespectful to the military, or to the flag, or to the country. It just isn't. You don't get to assign that value. And let's not forget, it is a volunteer army. Uh, You don't have to join if you don't want to. And the nationalism in our country that surrounds the military is a big part of the mess we're currently in. 412 Let's go to Rick in Dormont. Rick, you're on the Mark Madden Show.
2: Yeah, Mark, just to touch on that real quick, the hero culture is like a propaganda machine to get people to even just fall in here.
1: Yeah, that's for sure true.
2: Yeah, but um, to talk about that co- the uh, play-by-play guy that got fired, I wasn't sure where my own personal line would be drawn on this as to what is appropriate to be fired for, this has got to be it right here. A private conversation in a time where this language wasn't abhorrent, you know, and he's quoting somebody as the caveat.
1: Well, the, lang- the language is always abhorrent, whether it's now or in the early 80s, but the key words for me are private conversation. Not on the air, not in a public setting. Somebody tattled on him.
2: But what if, what if in a private conversation he says some really terrible things? And then somebody tattled on him. He's quoting somebody. That's where the mess is for me. Well, no, no. The N word's the
1: N-word, but for me, again, the key words, the phrase that pays is private conversation. Bro, I heard how Myron used to talk. I heard how the gunner used to talk in private, especially Myron.
2: Okay, good. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. No, of course not. There there are a bunch there are a bunch of guys in the media now that if their private language became public Wouldn't have jobs.
2: I think I could take a few guesses, but I won't.
1: No, no, don't, because it's nobody's business. I would have never mentioned Myron or the gunner, if they weren't dead. Let's go to Zach and Cranberry. Zach, you're on with Double M.
0: Hey, Mark, what's good? Hey, um, I was just touching on the Urban violence situation. (laughs) The veal. The, uh, he said there was like 3 coworkers that kind of knew what was going on, but they didn't report it.
1: What and, 3 coworkers uh, uh, reportedly knew that Zach Smith was banging the football secretary, that he was getting delivery of sex toys at the Ohio State football offices, and had taken pictures of his penis, I'm assuming, at the White House and on Ohio State football uh, facilities. Okay, but guys aren't going to report guys for that. They're just yeah, not, exactly. and, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't. None of that's illegal, correct? Correct. I mean, and, and people are talking. Oh, it's so movie. terrible. He was banging the secretary. Yeah, terrible. Shame on Jack Smith. Zach Smith. Shame on the secretary too.
0: Yeah, I mean the quote, "Old school guys don't tell other guys. That's what chicks do. Good talk. See you out
1: there. <laughs> Good stuff. Good job. Good quote. Let's go to uh, Tim and Johnstown. Tim, Flood City. You're on with with
2: Mark. Hey, how you doing, sir? Terrific. Uh, I just wanted to touch on, the uh, as a veteran, how I feel about uh, players taking a knee during the national anthem. Go ahead. And and I think it's pretty much idiotic. I mean, taking a knee, they should be able to do that. It doesn't hurt the military. It's not showing anything about disrespect to the veterans. It's giving a public forum for some injustice that they believe.
1: Right. Now, now, but I I will
2: say... I've always
1: supported taking a knee, okay? But I look at every situation separately. I would not hire Colin Kaepernick. I would not want to bring in a second-string quarterback with his own personal excrement storm. If I were the networks, I would not televise National Anthem because it hurts my broadcast partner. Like, if you look at all these things separate, it seems like you're on different sides of the same issue. You're really not. What you are is always on the side of logic.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Very well said,
1: sir. It always is. Thank you for the call. You know, it's a great song. I will say, Purple should have just played all hits. They dug deep a little bit. They they didn't play stuff like Woman from Tokyo, which I, I think is tough for Gillen to reach the, the real high stuff. Then again, he did good on the other stuff. This was in Chicago last night, in case you're wondering. They didn't play a Speed King, which which I always enjoy. But um, one song I love is Strange Kind of Woman. That is such a great song. That was, uh, oh, you know what else, too? Purple was kind of like the heavy metal jam band, like on Lazy, which has that, like, a four-minute intro with guitar and keyboards. Nobody ever used keyboards better than Purple. And that's a tribute to the late John Lord, who was also in Whitesnake for a while, and, of course, uh, Mr. Lord's uh, successor, don airy who played with everybody like rainbow ozzy white snake just played with everybody don was was don on don was on the 1987 album the one was still of the night and here i go again and of course they fired everybody when it became apparent it was going to make a lot of money because david wanted that money okay now it's time to ask mark anything Dial now. No waiting. We got Dustin, Chet, and Tyler on hold. Please do stay on hold. 412 333 WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius. Yeah. Mark, want the show? Well, if I won you over by imitating Dustin Road, the can dream, so be it, baby. VX at 1059. Time now to ask Mark anything. Brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house. So be sure to check out Chapino, located in the Strip. It is the home of the Super Genius Burger. Let's go to Dustin. Dustin, you're on with the Super Genius.
2: What's up, man? How you doing? Great. Hey, I was just thinking, like, okay, I I understand Urban Meyer didn't lay his hands on this woman, right? But what if he, what if he showed up at practice with a black eye, and it turned out that his wife actually abused them. Do you think there'd be the outrage that there is now? Because guarantee, I guarantee you there's going to be protests outside of that stadium. Oh, I
1: guarantee you there won't be. You don't think so? When James Harrison beat his wife, were there any protests in Pittsburgh outside the stadium? Were there any protests in Pittsburgh at all? Yeah. There point, were not. Actually. You know why? <laughs> because it's Pittsburgh and those are the Steelers. There won't be any protests and, uh, in Ohio State because it's Columbus, and those are the Buckeyes. Man, this is a long segment for Ask Mark Anything. I need more calls, 412-333-WXDX. Let's go to Jack in Dormont. Jack, Ask Mark
2: Anything. Hey, Mark, I, I tuned in a little late, and I was on a little mini vacation at a casino in uh you were mentioning in your list about Hurdle, and uh, I've always felt that he's talked down from his power of baseball knowledge to the great unwashed, but exactly what were you referring to? He, he had
1: a skirmish with Greg Brown during an interview where he was very condescending to Greg Brown.
0: Oh, really? I'd like I, to feel- I can't
1: quote chapter and verse. He, like, showed Bronny up. Bronny said... You know, we just found out the other team has a different starting pitcher and Hurdle said, you find that out, I already knew. There was oh, something geez. before that. Hurdle's just a fat-faced, arrogant jerk.
2: Yeah, Mark, he, you know, he, the way he talks,
0: arm side this and head side that, you know, like, I know so Well, how much about, about when he this.
1: said, you know, the hitters aren't hitting, but I can see the want-to in their faces. I don't care about the <laughs> want-to in their faces. I care about crooked numbers on the scoreboard, you fat-faced geek. <laughs> okay, Mark. Thank you for the call. Seriously, I didn't see much want to when Stony Marte dogged it on that grounder and then wouldn't apologize or even admit that he dogged it on that grounder. And then you played him the next game anyway. You didn't start him, but you pinch hit him. And here's the thing. I know people say, well, you got to try to win the game. You know, if they had won that game, which they didn't, it wouldn't have mattered because they're donezo. And let me tell you, somebody who coached, albeit, you know, just that cocky, you know what's more important than winning any game? Proving a point once you started to prove the point. If you bench somebody, you can't suddenly play him. You lose any effect you gained from the benching and, in fact, lose credibility. Let's go to um, Tone in Whitehall.
2: Tone.
0: Ask Super Mark G. Anything.
2: Super G. Big fan.
1: Right.
0: Hey, settle something for me. When it comes to store-brand cookies, can you rank your E.L. Fudge, Oreo, and Chips Ahoy?
1: I generally don't like store-brand cookies. I like, you know, bakery cookies. Mm. The only cookies i bought, Chips Ahoy are good, but I'm not one to buy them. I like Keebler Fudge Stripes.
0: There you go. Or the Fudge Rounds, right? The circle ones with the... Well, with the, the Fudge, fudge Rounds, the
1: Fudge Stripes ones? are the same thing, but with stripes instead of covered, Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I prefer the no. Fudge Stripes. Let's go to Seth in Harmerville. Seth, ask Mark anything. Good day, sir. I said good day. Uh, I was just
2: wondering, have you ever been to Geno Brothers in Harmer?
1: Uh, I've been to the Geno's breakfast place and to the pizzeria. They're right next to each other, correct? Yes. I love both of them. I don't go so, there as often as I might because it's not in my orbit. Have you ever had the Buffalo Chicken Pizza? It's the Gino best Brothers? Buffalo Chicken Pizza in the world. Gino Brothers Pizza is the best buffalo chicken pizza in the world. And uh, my my favorite pizza is still Slice on Broadway for their hot sausage. And I get it with pepperoni, too. But if you want buffalo chicken, the best place to get it is Gino Brothers. Everything else, Slice on Broadway, Gino Brothers for the buffalo chicken. No question. You know where else the buffalo chicken's not bad, either? There's a place. I'm going to mangle the name. There's a place in the McKnight Seabird Shopping Center uh, that sells pizza by the slice. You can go and get a whole pizza, but uh, it sells pizza by the slice. Here it is, Italian Village Pizza, and their Buffalo Chicken Pizza is excellent as well. Let's go to uh, Ryan and Cranberry. Ryan, ask Mark anything.
0: Hey, Mark, two things real quick. Uh, one, would you rank Kramer
1: uh, with uh
0: as a stupid uh, sitcom character. Now, I'm
1: glad you brought that up. Uh, I would rank Kramer second to Kelso, but perhaps only to Kelso. Okay, that's a. That's a and and a, I big and big. I think the 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 top three would be. Here's my top three in order: Kelso, Kramer, and Woody from Cheers. Okay. And I'm only okay. putting I'm only putting Kramer behind Woody, ahead of Woody, because Woody didn't get as many chances. Although Coach from Cheers was a fitting nominee as well.
2: Okay, and then uh, second, what's your credit score?
1: Oh, I don't know, but my credit's unbelievable. Bro, I have seven credit cards, okay? Seven credit cards. Guess how much credit I could charge before my limits would be reached?
0: You said seven cards? Uh, Uh,
1: 65 grand. Between seven cards? Yeah. Almost $900,000. Well,
0: I couldn't have been any further off. That's why you're the super
1: genius, Mark. You know who I learned that from? My friend from wrestling, Scott Hall. He always says if he gets a fatal disease, he's just going to run up his credit cards to the limit. Hey, yo. There once was a woman, a strange kind of woman, the kind that gets written down in history. Let's go to John in Ohio. John. Double M.
0: Yes. Hey, I'm headed to Hooters tonight in Dayton, Ohio. What flavor wings should I get?
1: Oh, I always get the hot buffalo. All right. Yeah, I mean not the super hot, the- but but they're you know the gen- the generic hot. You know what I mean? That you know they have hot and mild. Get hot. Get traditional right. wings hot. Got it. By the way, I found out. Remember we had that story that Hooters was in trouble. It's not. Their revenues are actually up. It's just that they think of, they're trying to rebrand to stay ahead of the game. Because millennials don't like boobs. Let's go to uh Dennis and Mount Lebanon. Dennis. Ask Mark anything. Hey, I have
0: this uh idea that if the NCAA were to try to legitimize himself, they should give every division one athlete education for life. What do you think about that?
1: I, I think they should give them money.
0: hmm They'll never do that. So, in the alternative, they
1: better. They better because the, the they're they're what what they do is 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 almost a sweatshop. Oh, it, it definitely is.
0: But if they aren't saying they're all about education, give them education for life. Let them get as That's many degrees so as That's so empty because
1: half of them don't want it in the first place. They'd rather have money. Let's go to Kevin in Bellsville. Where's Bellsville, Kevin? Where's Bellsville?
2: Uh, Bellsville, so by, like, Scenery Hill and Brownsville.
1: Oh, by Scenery Hill?
2: Yeah. Where's you know Scenery where that Hill? Is. Uh, you know where I know where it Boston is. List? What do you want?
1: What do you want? What okay. do you want? What do you want? Four times I asked you, what do you want?
2: Hey, I hope you're well. What's the first food you get when you go to the fair?
1: I don't go to fairs, but I know what you, you don't need. go to the fair. Uh, I mean, the, the the traditional answer is funnel cake,
2: right? Right. They're, they're a blast. They're great.
1: Yeah, I don't go to fairs, bro. I mean, can you make any other suggestions in case I ever do?
2: Uh, other than ribs, what's first thing you get at a rib cook-up, I guess would be the other thing to say. But uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't, the know I go to the Washington County deep fried Stromboli's, which are awesome.
1: I, I yeah, that's terrible. I go to I sometimes go to the isn't there a rib fest Labor Day at the stadium? Yeah, usually there is. Yeah, if I'm around, I'll go to that, and I think I will be around. But I love there, I love there's uh, a lot of good stuff there. I I, I usually get uh, either wings or pulled pork. Okay. Yeah. Those, are, those like, are always I, good. I don't too. like. I like rib meat, hence pulled pork. Because pulled pork is basically rib meat, right? That's from a different part of the of the dead, whatever. But uh, but I, I just don't like whenever I eat ribs, you end up covered in the ribs, and you're picking your teeth for years. Free Urban Meyer, free Urban Meyer. Good talk, to you out there. 105.9 x